The word says we're called to make disciples. We're growing in the word of God. Jesus Christ was sent to be our saviour. This is the Bromley Town Church Podcast. We pray God speaks to you through this message, blessing you as you live out God's word. Stream or download other sermon podcasts via the Bromley Town Church website or by using the SoundCloud app. Head over to BromleyTownChurch.com. We've had several good times over these summer Sundays. We've heard, first of all, from William, and he was talking about Jesus. Because this whole series has been about what is Jesus like? What is he like? And we saw in the first one that Jesus is the face of God. He is the representation of God. If you meet Jesus, you are meeting God because he is 100% like God. And so we learned that. And then Kevin was telling us about Jesus being the light and how he shines in our lives. And last week, Yomi was talking about the good shepherd. Jesus is the good shepherd. He knows how to lead us. He knows how to take care of us. He knows how to watch over us. And this week, we're going to be looking at this. Jesus is the bread of life. He is the bread of life. So here's my illustration. There, a piece of bread. I've got that to keep me going. Should I get a bit hungry, I can make a sandwich. And we have a verse for this. Jesus is the bread of life. And he said in John chapter 6, verse 35... And it'll come up on the single screen. Then Jesus declared, I am the bread of life. He who comes to me will never grow hungry. And he who believes in me will never be thirsty. This is what Jesus said. He said, I am the bread of life. He who comes to me will never go hungry. And he who believes in me will never be thirsty. So we're going to be looking at this and trying to understand what Jesus really meant by that. Well, he's saying that I'm bread. But we need to put that statement into the context of when he was speaking. Actually, what was happening? Because the previous day when he said this, some great event had happened. So we need to look back at that event and understand exactly what had happened. The previous day, Jesus had been out in the wilderness area and he was talking to the crowds. He'd got the crowds gathered around him and he was talking to them and he talked and he talked and they were loving what he was saying and they were listening to what he was saying. So he talked some more and he talked some more. And as time went on, they suddenly realized, wow, this has gone past dinner time. This is now tea time. But guess what? Nobody had bought any food. So Jesus was concerned about this. He's thinking like, hey, listen, everybody's going to be fading. They're going to be feeling really tired and they've got a long journey to go home. So how are we going to feed them? So he turns to his disciples and he just asks them a question. Guys, how are we going to feed these people? Because we need to give them some food. And the disciples, they knew that there was at least 5,000 people. So there's a big group of people. And so the disciples looked at one another and they said, uh, I don't know. It's going to take uh, about eight months' wages for us even to actually give somebody just a, a mouthful to eat. So in other words, they felt like, this is not possible. We don't know how this is going to be. But then the disciples found a young boy, and he had a little bit of bread, and he had a few fish. So he had some loaves of bread, and he had a few fish. And so Jesus took this little boy's lunchbox... And he prayed over that lunchbox. And then he gave the food to the disciples. And he said, give them to everybody to have something to eat. And sure enough, as they gave out the food, a miracle happened from the point of view that from that just that one little lunchbox, then everybody there, everybody there, 
everybody there had enough to eat. In fact, they'd had so much to eat that they were leaving crumbs and morsels on the ground and they had to collect up all of that, as we always do when we have a picnic. We have to clear up after ourselves and everybody had enough to eat. And Jesus said that he was the bread of life. In fact, they gathered up so many scraps, they had 12 basketfuls of food that they had left over. Now, I want to give you a taste of that time. So we've got some bread and where are my helpers? Because my helpers are going to come out and just give you all a piece of bread because I don't want you to go home hungry today. Now, don't worry, this is not communion. This is bread. You just take it. You can eat it. Here, Stuart, if you can take one of these as well, that's brilliant. Take one from... So now listen, this doesn't happen every week. I've got my own piece to eat here, so I'll just have a little taste. There's nothing quite like fresh bread. Don't you agree? Now, I'm sorry we haven't got butter. I'm sorry, this is just a fairly minimal feast today, okay? Just to make sure that you're sustained. And if you don't want to eat all of it, that's fine. (laughs) I've got to finish my mouthful first, so sorry about that. I realize that we don't always eat food in the middle of a sermon. But perhaps we well, this is looking good. I don't like what well, I prefer to have. I like fresh bread and butter. There's nothing like when a loaf has been just freshly baked. And uh, William is actually not here, but he is the master of this, as many people will know. He loves to make bread. And sometimes he's made bread even at the church here. And I've literally had bread as it's come out of the oven. And there's only one problem with that. You don't want to have one slice. You want to eat the whole thing. That's the problem because it's so Moorish. But it's good for us to have bread. And on this feast, everybody had had something to eat. They had all been satisfied. And they were all happy. So has everybody had something to eat here today? Good. The back row is obviously getting there. Well, I'll carry on talking while you're still getting some bits and pieces to eat. Well, that story, okay, all of that story, that's yesterday. That's yesterday. That's what happened yesterday. And now today, it's a new day. And Jesus has gone with his disciples. They've gone across the lake because this place where he was speaking was beside the lake of Galilee. And now he had got in a, well, they had got in a boat and gone across to the other side of the water. And you know what? Everybody who had heard him speaking, they were looking for him. Where's Jesus gone? Where's Jesus gone? They're after Jesus. And they discovered that he and his disciples were on the other side of the lake. Now, they're a bit confused because they'd seen the disciples getting into a boat, so they knew how they got there. But they were confused. How did Jesus get there? Because Jesus had stayed behind. Well, if you read the story in the Bible, you'll learn that actually Jesus walked across the water to get to the lake. But that's another story, and we can't can't go there today. So Jesus is there, and now they're meeting up with him. And when Jesus starts to see the people gathering, he says this. And this is in John 6, verses 26 and 27, where it says this. As Jesus starts to see the people gathering, Jesus replied, I tell you the truth. You want to be with me. Because I fed you, not because you understand the miraculous signs. But don't be so concerned about perishable things like food. Spend your energy seeking the eternal life 
that the Son of Man can give you. For God the Father has given me his seal of approval. So what Jesus was saying is, hang on guys, you've all come to see me again today, haven't you? Hey, you come out to see me, but you've come out with the wrong motive. You've come out to see me because you've all just had a piece of bread. Now, I hope nobody here is just here because you've been fed this morning. But you get the idea, as we've had something to eat, hey, that was good. Let's go back and get some more. And so Jesus was saying to them all, you have all had something to eat. And so now you're coming back to see me as far as that. But he says, I don't want you to be so concerned about worrying about having pieces of bread and having food. I want you to understand more than that, that your energy needs to be spent on seeking eternal life that only the Son of Man can give you. Let's have a quick look at the screens. What is your favorite fast food? And let's have none of these people. I have a, this is not for recording and not for repeating. My sister-in-law doesn't like fast food. But which is your fast food? Is it burgers? McDonald's or something like that? Burger King, is that your favorite? Is it pizza? Pepperoni pizza, maybe it's a ham and pineapple. Is it fish and chips? Do you like fish and chips? Who likes fish and chips? I like fish and chips, yes. Or is it, oh, fried chicken. And there's the Colonel just popping up in the corner. Um, obviously not the only place where you can get it. The Colonel is famous, but uh, I'm not under any advertising restrictions here this morning. But what is your favorite fa fast food? It's probably gonna be one of those, or maybe it's not. Maybe it's just uh, bread and cheese or something like that. But I suggest it's probably one of those. And fast food is great because fast food is good of when we're feeling hungry. It's called fast food because it's available quickly. And when you're hungry and you want to have that hunger satisfied, it's great to have something quick to eat. Something, oh, let's quickly, let's grab a McDonald's or let's grab a KFC or something like that. It's food that satisfies an immediate longing in your stomach. However, Jesus said, don't go looking for food, that sort of food, because this sort of food, if you left it out long enough, it goes moldy. I want you to work for the food that lasts for eternal life. We tend to eat so that we are alive the next day. Jesus says we need to consider food which helps us to live for eternity. So that is the whole context, the whole story behind Jesus saying this. Then Jesus declared, I am the bread of life. He who comes to me will never grow hungry, and he who believes in me will never be thirsty. Jesus isn't saying you don't need to eat again. He's not saying that. And that's good news because I enjoy eating, as I expect many of you do as well. But Jesus is saying this. If your concern is only about physical food, then you've missed out on something. We need to be concerned about spiritual food, and it's only the spiritual food that Jesus can give us. So what about you? You make sure that you have breakfast, lunch, dinner, tea, whatever you call these different things. You make sure you have physical food, but are you making sure that you have spiritual food? Are you giving yourself to God and seeking the food that only he can give? He said that man does not live on bread only. In Deuteronomy 8 verse 3, 
He said, yes, he humbled you by letting you go hungry and then feeding you with manna, a food previously unknown to you and your ancestors. He did it to teach that you that people do not live by bread alone, but we live by every word that comes from the mouth of God. Jesus is saying for life, you need more than physical food. For real life, you need more than physical bread. For real life, you need to have a balanced diet of the food that we have every day, but also the food that can only come from Jesus. The spiritual bread, the bread of life that we can only get from Jesus. So remember, bread, yes, it's good for physical food, but Jesus is the bread of life and he's the only one who can give us spiritual food. But there Jesus is giving a feast with his disciples and they're eating food together. And then again, Jesus says that they are to take the bread because it's his body, because he's indicating to them in another way that he is life and he gives life. And I want to say to you that Jesus, who is the bread of life, gives life to us if we come to him and ask him to give us that life because he wants us to be full of life in him, full of spiritual strength, as well as the food that we eat, which gives us physical strength. Praise God. Thank you for listening to this message from Bromley Town Church. You are always welcome to visit us on a Sunday morning or join us again for more messages here online. You can also stay connected with us at www.bromleytownchurch.com.